Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Warrior Within. I'm sorry for the late podcast, but we had a lot of appointments yesterday that we couldn't move to another date, so I ended up not being able to do the recording yesterday. So today, um, I've been really trying to figure out what exactly God wanted to share, and I think since we're still kind of in the theme of relationships and stuff like that, that I continue the mindset of what a husband should be towards a wife. And it's a little bit different from the one I did before, because this one is more um, directly by how scripture kind of talks about it a little bit. And I realized that today being a husband is not the same 20 years ago. It's not the same 30 years ago. It's not the same even 50 years ago. And a lot of times what we've been seeing more today is men have become very passive. They not they are not really sure how to lead the home like they should. We have the culture telling us as men that we need to be less manly and be more neutral and to be more equal. And you start hearing this from a lot from the younger crowd. You start hearing a lot from people who had where the dad was probably more strict and more of the head of the home in a different way that wasn't necessarily kind-hearted so more critical and a lot of times when they've got married they, they start pushing this idea of 50 50 and technically the 50 50 concept is not what it's supposed to be it should be 100 100 in other words you should be putting a hundred percent in what needs to be done in the household from husband and wife the whole 50 50 concept is a uh, more of a feminist thinking or in some cases 60-50 where the wife is more of the boss. It's it's kind of a, um, a corruption of countering what it was before. Now, the ideals of before, I would not say they were 100% great. But what I did like about it was that the, the men, the husbands, were the leaders of their home. Now, this is where we're going to start talking a little bit more about what you and I as men are supposed to be like. Now, one of the words that people hate the most, especially non-Christians and even many women, is the word submission. And the funny part about the word submission is that we have kind of taken it and have kind of misused it to mean something totally different than what it really actually means. So, by definition... It states that the action or fact of accepting or yielding to a superior force or to will or authority of another person. Okay, so there's three meanings in there, not all of it meaning the same thing. Okay, so yielding to a superior force, so that's a lot of times a military or kingship and someone loses, they submit to that force. The second part is authority of another person. Now... When scripture was using this word specifically, it wanted us to understand that when we accepted Christ, we became his follower. In other words, we submitted ourselves to his authority. Now think about that, okay? When we accepted Christ, we submitted to his authority. So we willingly respectively 
allow Christ to be our Lord. Now, a lot of times we argue over and over again between a man and a woman, but we don't even realize that we're actually doing what we're supposed to be doing with Christ with that way. So, the other thing is, Scripture teaches is that marriage is supposed to be the image of Christ in this church. So, Christ, in this case, would be the picture of the man leading his church or leading his wife. So, the idea is that the man is supposed to treat his wife like Christ treated his church. Now, the negatives that have been going on, and this is from the Christian culture, this is from how culture depicted this understanding of men leading the house, is that men became tyrants or kings of their home. And the funny part is that the king concept still exists today, and it's not necessarily even in the church itself. It's by men who think they need to be lordship over their home. And so, therefore, they treat their wife so called as a queen but she is to serve him and that mindset and there is even a book that I know that exists that talks about women submitting meaning letting him be king over their life and that is not the right way either so we need to be mindful men we are not given leadership to be kings over our family we're given leadership to love like Christ did and Christ put himself as a servant putting down himself and serving those that he was reaching or sharing the gospel or healing his disciples. His idea was to train and teach, but at the same time, he was also to be humble and servant-hearted. So I thought it was kind of interesting because if we were to go into Ephesians 5, 21 through 25, it actually states and further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. For wives, this means submit to your husbands as the Lord. For her husband is the head of his wife, as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should also submit to your husbands and everything. A lot of times they stop right there and then they do what they need to do but then it says right after that for husbands this means love your wives just as christ loved the church he gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean washed by the cleansing of god's word he did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish instead she will be holy and without fault in the same way husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies for a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself no one hates his own body but feeds and cares for it just as christ cares for the church and we are members of his body and then if you were to go a little bit further verse 31 and 32 a man leaves his father and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one this is a great mystery but it is an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. So again, I say, each man must love his wife as he loves himself. The wife must respect her husband. So the thing is, guys, we are one with our wives. So there is no 50-50. It's 100-100. Okay? 
you're supposed to treat her as you want to be treated yourself. So if you're going to treat her below you, then it should be vice versa in technical terms. And that's not right. So you need to treat her with respect just as much as she treats you with respect because it does say submit to one another. So in other words, men, you need to learn how to be able to respect her with equal respect. Because one of the things that men want so badly for people is feeling respected. That's why in a lot of times in the culture, they teach the boys to don't let anyone disrespect you. Now, the problem with that thinking is the, the ideals behind it is to show them that you need to be respected. And that's fighting and cussing out and even doing things you shouldn't be doing. And guess what? That type of mindset will go into your marriage. Because if your wife disrespects you, how did you deal with it before he met your wife? It will come into play. So you need to watch yourself. You need to learn how to be able to be disrespected and respectively respond. Instead of responding with fists and feet and drugs or beatings or whatever you think needs to be the way to teach someone else that they need to respect you because that's not being a man so the other thing that came to mind was we were talking about respect so she needs to freely follow you okay that means you're not lord you're not king over her and you don't control her everyday life that means you respect her enough that she will willingly follow you and it should be the same for your kids too they should not be fearing you into following you they should follow you because you show love you show humility you show that you're a servant but you also show that you're a leader you also show that you can be a mentor you could be there for them you encourage them you build them up so that they should be joyfully wanting to follow you and it's, this is how you gotta treat your wife too because it's, it's mindless to think that you want people to just follow you because they fear you. And that, that's not what Christ did. He did not die for us so that out of fear we follow. No, we follow because of what he's done for us. And I think, men, we, we forget that. We forget that we're supposed to be that type of example for our wives. So I'm going to take a quick break for a commercial, listen, and I'll continue after. Thanks. And welcome back. So the next section was, we got to remember that Christ is the true king. So ultimately, as men, we are supposed to have Christ being our, our center, our focus. So if we're wanting to lead properly, we need to lead by following the true example of what a man should be like. So as we chase after Christ, we learn how to, we learn how to actually be more of a man. Our culture is totally against us because our culture hates God. Our culture does not like Jesus. I mean, if you're looking today and seeing what's going on in our country, states like California and Virginia um, they're trying to take away our religious rights even throughout the United States 
the mandates are, are trying to pull people from taking away from the idea that church is essential. They don't want us to think that we need to have religion. So you guys got to recognize that what's going on around us is um, Satan's hand trying to pull you and I away from being a part of a church to to not have church that's not that important and to close down these churches. And it's a waking uh, waking call, uh, uh, being, being noticed and understanding that there's something going on and we need to pray for that. But that also means that we need to learn how to have Christ be first in our life. So while we're going through all this struggle, how important is Christ in your life? Is he the one leading your family? Is he the one you're going to for advice and understanding? Are you studying up? Are you learning what it means to obey him? Are you learning what it means to be upright? Are you learning to what it means to be submissive to his authority? Because it can't be you just choosing out of your own opinions and out of your own thoughts what it means to be it. Look it up. Study it. There's plenty of articles you could probably find out there, books that I'm sure that you can look into to help you grow. And I've already mentioned many books. And even on the website, there's some books that you can use to help you become a better man. Take the time. It's going to take work. If you're struggling in this, take this time to study because that's the number one thing. If you want to be better, you got to work for it. It's not going to be handed to you. It's not going to be a phrase that's going to make you uh, act right and do things right. Christ is the direction you need to have your focus on. And if you're not, then that's why you're probably struggling in your marriage, why you're struggling in being a man, because you get confused. Our culture wants to confuse you. The scriptures don't want to confuse you. There is a direct line that you can follow of instruction and living and how to be a man that's properly walking in Christ's likeness. So take the time. you got to study. So the other thing that came to mind is basically making decisions. I think because of our passiveness that's found in men, we're afraid to make decisions. And there could be a lot of reasons for that. I mean, it could be fear of uh, the unknown. It could be uh, fear of failing. It can be, well, the culture dictates I shouldn't act this way, that I need to give my wife more responsibility. So therefore, I pull back on responsibility. Um, it also means that men have taken a step back from making decisions that are important for the family because they just want to work and come home and that's it and that's also not the right way to think either so remember you you've been given the headship over your family so that means you're, you're responsible for leading it protecting it providing for it um, to walk in service and to walk in leadership so there's gonna be times where you get to serve your family but then there's times where you're going to need to step up and speak on behalf of your family it's that the idea of responsibility you need to take on our responsibilities in the family as as the leader of the home um, as well as be willing to speak up for it uh, i think many times we we become those that come become passive don't don't want to even get into conflict to protect their family at all but in reverse it also means that you don't take so much command that you give nobody a voice 
you got to make sure that everybody in your family has a voice. Got to make sure your wife is able to speak because she can have a lot of insight that you may not see. So it's going to take time to adjust from this manly, manly lordship that you've created and to understand that humility needs to be a part of it. And like I said, there is a book. I don't know if I put it up on the website yet, but it's called Humility by uh, C.J. Mahoney. And that is such a good book, and I recommend it highly for you guys to read about humility. It will be an eye-opening book for you. I will put it on the website as soon as I can, um, and it will take you directly to Amazon and get it, because I am telling you, it will help you guys. It will hugely help you guys to understand that humility does not mean passiveness. And it will also remind you about leading your family and to take care of yourself spiritually, take care of yourself health with health and take care of yourself mentally, because we do need to do that. So men today, um, the opportunity is there for you guys to understand that you are meant to lead. Okay. You are meant to be the headship of your family. And that includes moral vision of the family, uh, the moral vision and, and integrity and teaching lessons and to be more open to having conversation. And that comes also too with the importance of men towards their daughters. I, I mean, you have no idea how powerful you as, as the man of your home, if you have a daughter how much of an impact you can have on her life as well as how she looks at other men and how she becomes as a woman of God because she needs to know how much you love her but she also needs to know that men can be honoring and can be loving and caring and and by you treating your wife right her mom by how you treat her I mean I recommend dads if you have daughters to take your daughters out on dates this is the best opportunity that you can have to help her understand the importance of relationship building and to connect with men differently because our culture is not teaching them how to build relationships. They're teaching our kids that sex relationship, sleeping with these women and men and, and being with them is what love is all about. And that's not what it is. You may not have all the answers, but that's okay. You may not understand yourself how to how to be a good a good husband to your wife, to let alone teach your daughter how to be ready for being a wife for a man. But guess what? By spending time with her, talking to her, praying with her, encouraging her, maybe even doing a study with her, that taking her out for breakfast or dinner and, and just being there is going to have a huge impact in her life. So don't, don't lose those opportunities when you can have them. And even if you have a son, take them out. If you like to fish, fish, camp, camp, do archery, whatever it may be, take them out for lunch, dinner, spend time with them because that time is going to be a value to them when they can see and hear you being more open because that's the key thing. We men need to be more open. Um, we're not open enough towards our kids. We're not open enough towards our wives. We need to be more open. You're going to have to learn how to do it. And you're going to have to put that pride to the side and just be more open about things. Because it can be more insightful for your wife to know what you're thinking than for her to wonder what you're thinking. 
and sometimes just opening up can make a huge difference in their lives and in your life so take that initiative to do so so today guys um i I hope this was encouraging hope that you have gained some type of insight about yourself. I hope you take time to think about what you need to work on in yourself. Uh, Being a leader or being a a godly man, it takes work. Um, It takes effort. You're going to have your challenges. Your your sin nature is always going to try to break you. And it's your choice whether you want to follow the world's version of man it's your choice to be super passive and never intervene, do anything. And you're going to wonder why you have distance from your wife, distance from your kids. Um, it could be you just not leading like you should. And all it takes is by you turning or changing your mindset. Uh, like I said, another good book and series, if you can get to watch the series of it, is Stepping Up by um, Dennis Rainey and Family Life basically where you can find this that book at least or through my website it goes to amazon so you can just click on that link but like i told you that book and and watching the videos for that book are incredible and you will learn so much and it'll really reveal a lot of things and it's kind of where i get some of my ideas to talk about things but you got to understand um it's a mentor mentee life that you should be living uh, we are all mentees uh, we all want to learn we all should want to learn but at the same time we need to learn how to be a mentor because other people are watching us other other men are watching us other boys are watching us they need to see that example and if you're not living out what you should it'll be seen noticed and if you're definitely playing the Christian part at church or in public but don't act like it at home will be seen and it will reflect in your kids it will reflect in your wife that's why it's so vital today guys to change make this choice to change make this choice to ask God to reveal to you how to be a better man of God for your family and for yourself and for your wife how to be the headship of your house how to lead your family and sometimes it's not going to be easy. It's like I said, it's, it's going to take time and you may not be able to do everything. I mean, a lot of times people tell you, you need to be praying and doing scriptures and stuff like that together. It may not all happen that way. And in my case, I have a uniqueness with my wife that we talk about Christian stuff all the time. We don't necessarily have to do studies together, but we talk about it all the time. And that's good too. I think conversation about God and scripture should be a part of the family. It should be in, in, engraved in dinner time, and, uh, just random conversations. It could be like you should be teaching in a way where it's constantly getting thrown out there, but not so much that it's like a strict Bible study all the time. I, I, I don't think it always works that way. I mean, I've, my parents have tried, and it's not very fun. It was boring for me growing up, but having conversations has been great. And to participate in a form of study by talking about things that may be in question. You know, uh, kids are going to ask questions. You study up and learn how to talk to them. Your wife's going to have questions. You do the same thing. She may ask you questions and you study up to help 
uh, yourself because she may be teaching you something you need to learn. So be ready for that. Be willing to grow. Be willing to change. A lot of men are very much don't want change and we need to be willing to change. So let me pray for you guys. Dearly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity. I pray that any man that's listening to this podcast today or in the next weeks ahead, that if they're struggling to understand what it means to be a man of God, that they are willing to put their pride to the side and allow you to show them what they need to be doing and what they need to be changing. Lord, I pray for men who are struggling in their marriage that today that they'll have a better understanding of preparedness in their minds, how to seek out how to be better men of God, how to be a better husband because they're willing to want to change. It all comes down to being willing, Lord, and I just pray that you move men to be willing to change. Let them understand that humility is vital for them to be a leader and stop being passive. Stop hanging out in the background. Start stepping up, Lord. Help them to step up. Let them not be afraid to do so. Give them courage. Give them the desire to study and to grow. Help them to find men that also will help them grow. I thank you for all that you do, Lord. I thank you for how you have uh, blessed the people that are hearing this and how hopefully many have changed. And I pray that they can continue to grow in their faith. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.